Boys and girls, welcome back to another thrilling instalment, another thrilling instalment, Franchise Buys Games. Um, we did miss last week, apologies, apologies to the fucking fam, obviously spoke with the PH. Uh, we missed last week, it was due to a hectic house move, all franchise, mm-hmm. that's why I'm probably, am I a little bit echoey Johnny? A tad, but not, tad. not too bad. It's because I'm so sitting, ni- ni- sitting nice in bit old of reverb. franchise towers right now. That's where I've moved. I've moved the HQ. We're in franchise towers, and I've just got so much empty space. All of the <laughs> empty space. And then you start filling it with... Uh, and you start filling it. Toys and trinkets and object R and more games. All of the I mean, games. Some people would just say stuff, but we know it's worth more than that. It's, it's got to give it a good title, you know what I mean? Possibly it's a, a collectible or two, you know what I mean? A delicious collectible. Maybe a fancy collector's edition. What about a series of graphic novels? Do you know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? Or dares to dream. But, <laughs> boys and girls, this is Franchise Buys Games. It is your weekly game news podcast. I'd probably say, despite the listenership, which it doesn't reflect it. We are probably the second best gaming weekly podcast on the planet. Uh, Giant Bomb's going to be hard to beat, you know what I mean? But I'm quite comfortable. I'm quite comfortable in claiming that second spot. What we'll say is it's the second best gaming podcast in the world, uncontested at at the time of claim. At at (laughs) time of claim. That right there is producer of the show, Mr. Good nice evening, guy, everyone. Johnny, the it man, is good evening, everyone. The man behind the instrument. And when I say instrument, I'm not referring to his uh, phallic object. I'm referring to any possible instrument that you can think of in the realm of music. That's it right there. The music. Yeah. Nice guy, Johnny. I might not be... I might not play them as how you expect them, but I will make a good track out of them. Oh, you'll make them sing. He'll make them sing. You don't want to know what he does to them to make them sing, but bloody hell, he'll make them sing. Johnny will kick off this week's show the same way we kick off every episode of this with a little bit of what you're playing, what you've been playing, what are you playing? A little bit what of Resident Evil, a little bit of Resident Evil 4 for you there. <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, with, with your added reverb of your new digs, that sounds uh, pretty damn on. Does that it good on sound, yeah. sound like another sneaky sample for your next track? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you playing? How are you then? What have you been playing, Johnny? Well, I've been dabbling in and out with The Witcher. Yeah. Okay, Witcher 3. Um, I've um, given Tulu 2 away to some one of my mates at work to, to play because I'm done. I, I need it out. I need to, I need to recover. So I can't even I think look at you. Get out. I think it's fair to say I probably won't play that game again for a while. No. If ever. Not until not until they drop the multiplayer suite, which is coming. Like if, mm-hmm. if Naughty Dog are to be believed, there is a multiplayer suite coming for The Last of Us 2, so I will drop that in for that. I'm done with the campaign. So, like. But on, um, on recommendation from the last podcast, mm-hmm. I downloaded uh, Carry On. Carry On. Carry On Killing. Um, Oh my god, like I a little, had the best time. Like a little the Sid James, little Sid James murder <laughs> film, Carry On Killing. I, b- I believe it's pronounced... With a heavy-chested matron just running around. 
<laughs> Barbara Windsor running around screaming in the face of some sort of biohazard mutant while her tits pop out. That's a game right there. That. That's a fucking game right there. I don't know if anybody's listening. Activision, <laughs> EA, Devolver. It's got Devolver written all over it, that one. like Aim of the game is to terrify maidens until the tits pop out. <laughs> <laughs> to a, to a to a cheeky jaunty tune in the background. N- not gonna make it in me too stuff. Nah, 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 nah. I believe the game Johnny's referring to is Carrion, but he continues continues the charade of calling Carry On. <laughs> carry On. <laughs> so you downloaded Carrion from Game Pass, yeah? I did. Yes. The um, ever-growing um, Game Pass, the greatest thing to happen to the game industry. Since fucking the jeweled thumbstick game pass. <laughs> what what's your thoughts then? What's your thoughts? Oh, I love it. It's just like you said, the the actual um design around it and the mechanics of how you actually play the game. Mm-hmm. Like because it's the reverse horror game. Yeah. Um which is great. Just plays so well. Like so well. Yeah. And then the, like just how you do some of the puzzle and solving and stuff. It just yeah. really does like approaching different different areas. Like the first time I met the blocks with the, the flamethrowers, that was a nice surprise. Oh, that's that's something else. I quite like the uh, when you get flamed and it's just that horrible screech noise while it's then getting you, fucking flamed. But then you've got to find water. Yeah, you've so, got to put yourself out, right? <laughs> which I think which I think is really clever. Really clever. It's a fucking brilliant game. It's an absolutely brilliant game. There's too many people who would look at it. There's too, I know there's a lot of people who are not a fan of that 8-bit slash 16-bit 2D revival. Um, and you need to get past that. Like You need to get past it because the gameplay behind that is just superb, particularly in yep. Carrion. <clears throat> and if you're playing Carrion, let me know how you feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been playing, you lunatic? Um, other than that, uh, pretty much the, the bog standard was on. Was on, yeah. Well, obviously, through me having the old house move, I haven't had a, a great deal of gaming time and it, it hasn't gone unnoticed because jumping back into Warzone, uh, my skill level, I, I would say comfortably, I would, I would call myself consistently inconsistent on Warzone, but if you averaged out a night's worth of games, my average kills are sitting somewhere around six six kills a game five to six kills a game jumping back in that fucker after just like a week off the skill level dropped off a cliff an absolute cliff it's one of them things you've just got to if you're not playing it it's like there is no level and off period there's no middle ground while you're playing it you maintain a skill while you don't your fucking skill plummets to be fair, though, see, uh, season five dropped. Obviously, with its tweaks and things like that, you got to think something's been <clears throat> either tweaked or changed in that sense. Yeah. Like, fair enough, the environment's the same, but then again, it's not. You know, now there's a train running around all over the place. That, the train and the blue stadium open. Um, that that roof came off, so you can get in stadium now. How are you? Uh, that's that's a one for you. How are you feeling about the season five map changes? Is that enough for you? Do you think? After too many seasons of no map changes, do you think that was enough? No, I don't. I mean, the only thing, obviously, you keep coming back to it, that they're getting closer to the Call of Duty 2020 reveal, Yeah. where Warzone will probably play a bigger part 
Um, yeah. To me, that like I think I said last time, it just it feels like it's a like did they expect Warzone to fail or not be as good as it was? Yeah. Um, given its crowded market. Um, a market, the that, a market that, to be fair, is only getting bigger, which we'll touch yeah. on. We'll touch on very soon. So you know, do you throw all your eggs into it, or once you realise you've got something, then you throw your eggs into it? So yeah, I, I, the more I realise, think about it, I felt like it just it it was never meant to have all these extra things. And I think if anything, this train and the stadium is a shoehorn because it's not a big thing. The stadium blowing the stadium roof, no, at all. At all, really? Not really. Not really. Uh, it's essentially the same as designing one map. And when you get when we used to live in an era, I mean, we still do live in the era of map packs. But you could drop like three or four maps in a map pack. You know what I mean? And it in in half the time, it's taken them to do five seasons of Warzone. But uh, yeah, I, I I suspect you might be right. I suspect coming off Black Ops Four, and they had the the obviously I can't Blackout was the the mode, mm-hmm. which is essentially <clears throat> Warzone. It was Warzone. It was the precursor of Warzone in Black Ops Four, uh, and I think they didn't have great plans for that. And I think Warzone was very much the same. It was like oh well, let's try and capitalize on some of this. Um, Battle Pass, uh, cosmetic market. I just get a bit of cash in there, and I, I suspect Warzone's outstripped any and all expectation they had of it, uh, given the lack of of support. I mean, look at its direct competition and what they do. Fortnite, Apex. Look at what they do, and Call of Duty does similar numbers to those, if not better. Um, arguably not Fortnite numbers. Fortnite in its peak. But it's still doing fucking huge numbers. It's doing huge money, and there just doesn't seem to be that return. But the 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 closer we get to Call of Duty twenty twenty, I've I've got a feeling that there's just something coming, and I don't know what it is. Obviously, this week, um, skipping straight into a piece of Call of Duty news. The the only other game I played is Fall Guys, by the way. But I'm sure nobody, everybody's played Fall Guys. It's the free PS Plus game this month, and it's. Fucking superb. It's superb. <laughs> For what it is, it's fucking Takeshi's Castle. That's all it is. It's Takeshi's Castle, and you play as this adorable little fucking thing that you endless amount of customization for. But moving on with the Call of Duty news, there was um, this week a lot of the Call of Duty influencers, so the, the big streamers, the YouTubers, the the big personalities, they all got a like a care package. And it was very much like cloak and dagger type solve this puzzle to get into this part of the box and, and shit like that and those who got into the box into the core of it it was alluded to the fact that something was coming this friday so i suspect i hope this friday we get the announce for call of duty rumored to be black ops cold war the reboot of the black ops franchise and they've already came out and said that Warzone will be an integral part of Call of Duty 2020. So do we see a mid-season change in Season 5? Or do we need to fucking put our fingers in our mouth, nip the tongue down and do that sort of wolf whistle just to sort of bring the hype rancher in from his fucking <laughs> from the range, bring him in and get him to wrangle some of this fucking hype up because 
yeah, we've, we've let ourselves down too many times. The curse of the gamer. I know. I mean, what we've wanted is events, mm. in, in, and we haven't had any events. No. And you no. surely think they're going to make the, the 2020 reveal an event that they can just package through Warzone? I just, I don't know. It's it maybe it's still the old school thinking of like you know they want you to buy the physical copy of the game and like that kind of sense. Yeah. But. Uh, <clears throat> It, we need events, and if this, is, if this doesn't, yeah, and if this doesn't turn into an event for Warzone, then, and and that's that's we need to have that in the next iteration. Otherwise, it's lagging behind. Yeah, it's not. It's not innovating. It's not keeping up. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to innovate. It just has to keep up. No, no. We're like we're used to events now. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's it's not you know. You don't have to say, "Oh, we're not going to we're going to be different and not do events." You just got to do events slightly differently, maybe. Yeah. If you look at and if you look at the communities of, of each game, right? Of each of you pick the the top three, the big three: Apex, Warzone, Fortnite. If you look at the communities there, not the outsiders, like the people who are consistently playing this game, who are invested in these games. Fortnite is championed for its events, and its season yeah. by season changes. Apex, the same, has got these events that come on that are all very good, and the the events on Apex are like you unlock the event by completing challenges within a game of Apex, within a game of the Battle Royale of Apex Legends, and once you unlock it, i.e. this last one was like a, a like a hunt, and you unlocked it by completing challenges within Warzo, uh, within Apex, which then opened up a new PVE mode for you and a squad to tackle. And that's the kind of shit that Apex are doing. And the Call of Duty community, nobody's talking about the map changes anymore. Nobody's talking about fucking events. All people are talking no. about is how Call of Duty keep fucking up the meta with either an yeah. OP growl or an OP fucking brewing. That's that's <laughs> the talk of the Call of Duty community, you know what I mean? Then I'm, I'm hoping this Friday is something. I genuinely hope yeah, this, this Friday yeah. is something of merit. Something we can get our teeth into. But you'd you'd think that you know what you what they want is gamers to be playing Warzone when it when it happens almost. Yeah. I yeah. I just feel is it like you know with with Fortnite having like concerts and film trailers, mm-hmm. you know, previewing it in in any game of for, um of Fortnite. Well, they played a f- you want they played full movies in it. They like yeah. they did a Christopher Nolan thing where they had three of the yeah. Nolan movies playing in Fortnite. Just like you know. Use the thing itself. Use the the whole the thing itself that you want the event for as the event. But you know, not in charge. But you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, in in other uh, battle royale news, uh, hyperscape, which we've talked about on this podcast several times. Uh, two words: hype, escape. The, the rumored to be dropping. On console today at some point. Now, as of press and record at, on this podcast, it hadn't gone live. But by the time we finish recording this, it's a very real possibility that Hyperscape will be available. The beta of Hyperscape will be available on consoles, obviously free. Oh, uh, so yeah. that's definitely one to keep an eye on. And while we're talking free shit, free games, uh, I know I would mention Rogue Company. A couple of weeks back, and I'd been playing Rogue Company on the Switch. 
I don't know if you've seen that, yep. uh, and this ties directly into one of our next stories, by the way. Seeing as though we're just segueing like a couple of fucking <laughs> absolute madmen here. Uh, Dr. Disrespect. I mean, I mean, it's just natural, isn't it's, it? Now? It's natural segues, mate. That's what you get when you're the second best gaming podcast on the planet. The uh, Dr. Disrespect <laughs> has returned. We'll get into that more in, in a little while, but obviously he's just done a sponsored stream for Rogue Company. So I can honestly see Rogue Company blowing up. If It might be a very temporary thing, but Rogue Company is also going to blow up. And that is, I don't know if that's gone free to play yet, because it might still technically be in the beta. And I paid, I paid to get in. I don't know if it's free yet, but expect that to... I mean, it's not going to put a big dent in the Warzone crowd, I think. But if if all these big streamers who who we see like your Doctor Disrespect, like Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, all these big Warzone personalities, if they start drifting over into this for a little bit, something different. If the the Call of Duty meta game starts to get too fucking much, you never know. Rogue Company could could steal a bit of a chunk of that. It's third person, arguably, and it's not Battle Royale, but let's, uh, we haven't had a a fresh Overwatch type game, well we have, we've had Valorant I suppose, but this is a third person Valorant for all intents and purposes. Yeah, just change it up, you know, we're all used to FPS at the moment, just, you know, throw it in there. But yeah, the Doc, the Doc's back Johnny. He's back. Exactly. And I didn't. I didn't watch his um, uh, returning stream. I think you did. Of course I did. I of course I did. Of course you did. Of course, you of course did. I did. <laughs> what a fucking stream that was, by the way. But that man is an absolute fucking genius. Love him or hate him, right? Because obviously I, I understand his personality is not for everyone. Uh, not everyone finds him entertaining. I get that. I totally get that. Um, but what a fucking the, the the man's a genius, a marketing genius. He had. He started streaming 20 hours before he actually did anything. And he was just streaming a picture of like one of his classic backdrops. It was his Lambo at a gas station. The gas station was all Dr. Disrespect branded up in that style. Soaked in like red and blacks. Uh, and it was like a, the you know like the original music that he does. It was a lot of those tracks with this new character that he's developed, and I, I can't remember his name, but like a radio DJ. And in between every track, he was doing like a little fucking skit as this radio DJ. It was just fucking brilliant. Like, and then all said and done, it was like high millions of people watched that. Just fucking sensational. And like I said, he didn't even do anything until 20 hours in, possibly more. But, uh, did he address any of the uh, ongoing He did, he stuff? did. He still stuck by his guns that he doesn't know the reason why. Uh, he did clearly mention that, you know, he can't say too much about it. He, he, he doesn't know why, but he can't... What he does know he can't talk too much about because this is in the hands of the legal team now. This is 100% a contractual thing and it's with the legal team because... If they've wrongfully terminated his contract that was worth millions, he's going to fucking rinse them. But he can't risk fucking that up by talking too much about it. But he's come back bigger than ever, by the looks of it. Bigger than ever. Well, all the best to him. Yep. 
All the you're, best you're, you're, you're hot in his heels. <laughs> I wish I was hot in his heels. I'm still waiting for too many things to be delivered before I can get the studio set up. And that's killing us. It's absolutely killing us. I just want to start the stream. Start like the proper stream. The cons like consistently be there three times a week streaming, just getting in amongst it in the studio. But I can't do any of that until the new custom desk turns up or until I've had the new carpet put on. It's just a fuck on. It's just a waiting game and I hate waiting. I am impatient. <laughs> what I'd rather <laughs> oh, do... Oh, yes. You are impatient, sir. <laughs> what I'd rather do is throw money at something and get it fast. That's what I want to do, but... <laughs> <laughs> God, I've threw money as much as I possibly can, and it's it's got to the point of diminishing returns now. <laughs> I'm not getting any speed benefits out of the money I'm throwing at shit, so it's it's a fucking waiting game. Unless I set up a makeshift studio in the sitting room again, but I, I don't think that's gonna fly. Like not this time. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. It's still coming. It's still coming. I just don't want to be fucking talking about it all the time, and then people get bored of hearing you talk about it. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? Doctor disrespected a 23-hour stream and 23 <laughs> hours of nothing? <laughs> I'm not Doctor hype, Disrespect. Hype, 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 hype. <laughs> I might work on a couple of hype rails, actually, while we're waiting. Do it, do it. What else we got on the fucking docket here, Johnny? Um, well, we missed the news the other week. Big news. We here, Big news. But um, uh, Halo Infinite, yeah. multiplayer, yeah. free to play. How is this going to work? How is this going to work? Because, like, feeding into this, right, we've got actual tangible proof that Xbox are no longer selling 12-month subscriptions via their storefront to Xbox Live. You can still Mm -hmm. pick them up on Amazon and shit like that, like all the the subscription cards, the prepaid cards. But what's what's happening here? Are we doing away with Xbox Live? Are we going to bundle in all of this with Game Pass now? Well, like, they already almost are doing, aren't they, with Ultimate? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think they've come. It's one of the spokesmen came out and said that they're not doing away with Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is an interesting, you know, when you say free to play. You know, is that a well? You know, do you still have to do your Xbox Live subscription? Because I was I asked the question about Warzone. Do you need the PlayStation Plus? Which you don't. You don't need PlayStation Plus to play Warzone. But because I've because I've been subscribed to Xbox Live for I'm in my eleventh or twelfth year now, I don't know how the free to play model works because we live in a time where free to play is a is a genuine and in so in in quite a few cases successful business model. Yeah. But I don't know if I don't know if you still need your Xbox Live on top of that to play free to play games on an Xbox. I have I guess to we'll ass- find- I have to assume no. At this point, given everything did, else Microsoft's yeah. done, like for the customer, for quality of life for the customer, I have to assume you don't. So if Halo, if Halo Infinite multiplayer is going to go free to play, like is that the full multiplayer suite? Is it? Is it a Halo Battle Royale? You know what I mean. I think they've came out and said no to a Halo Battle Royale, but I don't necessarily believe that. Yeah, I think I think something wrong along the lines will happen. Mm. Given how the map looks and things like that from what we saw with the previews and yeah. how, it, how it was playing, yeah, it will. I mean, I fucking hope so. It's like it's set up for it. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, mm-hmm. that universe is ripe 
for a battle royale the amount of skins customization of your character the weapons the vehicles like mm. it's fucking it's absolutely ripe for it even the universe like the law it's essentially what you could do there is you could end up with like like a war between Spartans and elites it could be like pre-reach you know what I mean mm-hmm. or even fucking reach there was still a fuck ton of Spartans are, are on reach but I mean a lot of them died at the end spoilers but <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> let's call it pre-reach you know what I mean oh god but, we'll do a spoiler cast on that one day <laughs> <laughs> but what are you fucking what literally I don't even know what I think about this I think it's a brilliant move from Halo just to try and drive people back into what was once the pinnacle of online multiplayer competitive multiplayer you know what I mean yeah I mean he, he, he's my take on it you know I, I fully understand where the business is going the industry mm-hmm. with microtransactions and you know paying for your loot and paying for your bonuses get buying battle passes and stuff because yeah. The revenue and the income generated from those things, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a no-brainer as far as the industry is concerned. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the idea of pay-to-win. Yeah, now, I don't like pay-to-win pay, either. Or pay-to-be-competitive better, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, it just, and the one thing about Halo, I guess, in the old-school multiplayer is that you were on the level playing field quite a lot yeah you were it was a sheer, it was a sheer skill and skill based skill based and it won't be like that because multiplayers tend to be <clears throat> if it's free to play it's going to be devoid of uh loot and content and premium content that you want you want to have if they're giving it away for free they've got to make the dollar somehow they've got, and, yeah they've got to make the dollar and you've got to hope that it's very much the fortnite business model of you've got to make your dollar but if it's a if it's a full multiplayer suite you're not getting a battle pass like that doesn't work for a multiplayer suite unless you're going Mm -hmm. to put a battle royale in you don't a battle pass wouldn't work but what you do get is customization you get skin customization and going back going back to halo 3 like some of the customizations you could get on halo 3 were fucking sick like I don't know if you ever unlocked it on Halo 3, but you could get, like, the two fucking samurai swords on your back. I did not. Yeah, oh, that was fucking... That was, I mean, there wasn't a great deal of customization, but there was enough. Do you know what I mean? There was enough to make your own Spartan. And then if you've seen somebody run around with them fucking samurai swords on his back, I mean, they, you couldn't use them. They were cosmetic only, but Jesus Christ, they looked fucking incredible. I'd, I'd like to see more of that, more emphasis on like what you could do with the Mjolnir armor. Like, but that's a thing, isn't it? And, I, and, and I'll probably say I'll be the one that not fully understands it, but it, it's there, and I can't ignore it. Mm. That you know, people will pay and play for skins and mm-hmm. aesthetics and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which you know is a big part of the gaming world now. So I've just got to accept that. And it when is. you're in a, a free-to-play but paying for con- like content and things like that and battle passes, you get a lot of content. You do, <laughs> yeah. 
So you, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword in, in in that sense. Is that you know you're paying for it, but you what you pay for, you tend to get Aye. a lot more choice in what you're paying for. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, being because it was it was just very skill based, and it might change it up a bit. But you've got to progress, I guess. In some, yeah. Some respect. As long as they keep the campaign completely like nostalgic, and then change it up for the multiplayer, that makes sense and works for me. To be fair, that Halo have never had a bad multiplayer suite, ever. No, no. So they just need to keep that. They need to keep that uh, sort of Halo feel, that taste, like we spoke about last week with with or the last episode with that Gears of War taste. They need to keep that Halo flavour, keep that multiplayer tight, fucking brilliant maps, uh, just fucking well just designed to within an inch of perfection. And then mm. the need to just work on the campaign side of things, because four and five went yeah, not <clears throat> not not great compared to the OG trilogy. Not great. Five absolutely fucking not. So this, the, the, in terms of sequels and things, this is the problem with sequels that go beyond four and five, like beyond threes. Yeah, that you're squeezing out storylines and stuff, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just to sidetrack in, let's say Uncharted Four. Yeah. It's a great game, but the storyline and things about his brother and things like that is very shoehorned in, given the three games that have come before. Yeah. So yeah. by the time you get to this, it's kind of you know, you've you've rinsed the world almost <laughs> of, right. of any any lore and kind of plot devices that you can use without either recycling or, um, you know, this is why I'm I'm keen just do some newer things. You know what I mean? You've already proven you're good storytellers. Yeah. You must have some original stories. You must have some people there who are like absolute die-hard Halo fans. They work on the series, they live and breathe the series, they write fan fiction, you know what I mean? Like You must have people like that on the writing staff who can create something new in the Halo universe. The game, like games of service and that do it just impossibly well in some cases. I mean, Destiny hit and miss, but like when Destiny does it right, it does it right. Do you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. creates, it expands the law of the Destiny universe. What we're doing here is essentially a spiritual reboot of Halo. And we're not necessarily expanding the law. We're just pulling in law from different parts of the Halo universe, i.e. Halo Wars. Like, we're pulling that into, into a mainstream Halo title now. Not that Halo Wars wasn't mainstream, but you know what I mean? Like, the Master Chief... Halo games but there's got to be something yeah. else you can do like yes we know about the brutes we know about the elites we know about the grunts we know about the flood but like the Halo universe can't consist of five races obviously humans no. humans exactly. being the fifth like, but you've got to have some, something else come in like a, it's almost like you have a um, you know if I if I was writing a game story mm. it's like you know you, you you have the classic thing of a you know of another another race or another thing you know coming in to just change shit up yeah you know what i mean yeah um or throwing a bit of time travel element oh you know i don't know you know there's these old you know sci-fi devices that you can use a bit yeah um i i'm if we're staying with halo halo because it's a spiritual remake i can almost see 
a little bit being like Force Awakens, where it's just the same plot, just with different things <laughs> and shinier. <laughs> well, we've already seen this. This pilot guy is essentially Cortana now. Yeah. He is he is the Kylo Ren to the fucking Darth Vader. You know what I mean? So I we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to obviously we will absolutely get more information on this. I'm, if I was a betting man, I'd say by the end of August, we will have had another Microsoft uh, showcase, and we'll learn more about Halo Infinite there. And I think the, the probably go into the multiplayer suite, probably get a little bit more campaign. They'll absolutely have addressed the fact that they rolled out gameplay footage from a an old build, uh, and they'll they'll be wanting to make amends for that. So uh, my. my 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 money's on before the before August is out, we will know more on this. Let's uh, let's move on, Johnny. Let's move on from Halo Infinite because we've got a couple of stories still to pick up on. Uh, I want to pick up on the most important story of the week uh, in a segment that we like to call WWE Battlegrounds. Paid for this segment, uh, the marketing machine behind Battlegrounds is absolutely ramped up, and full disclosure, they didn't pay us for this at all, uh, but. I am a, a, a long we both are long term wrestling fans dropped off significantly in recent are, yes. in, in recent times um both yeah. the television you thought product I was a filthy casual yeah yeah you thought I was a filthy casual gamer Oof. Well, wrestling's you, gone <laughs> well you say he's fucking wrestling cv no but like <laughs> we both dropped off not only from the the televised product but also the games have just got just They've just just been on a slippery slope, uh, crescendo, and with the absolute fucking car crash that was two K twenty. Yeah. So we knew they had to go back to the drawing board. Uh, I don't watch the television product anymore. I still keeping keeping ear in, if you know what I mean. I dip in and out. I see where people are moving about, and if there's been a brilliant match, I think I still pay for the network, so I'll jump on. I'll watch NXT or something, but. The the game side of things has been reinv- like had a a shot in the arm reinvigorated by a totally different approach uh, in Battlegrounds, which has gone more down the WWE All Stars route. Now leading up to what I would say was only last week, um, there was so many things that I took fucking umbrage with about this game, like. The gimmicky fucking crocodiles and that. I, I didn't need that. What I needed was an old school No Mercy WCW versus NWO Revenge. I needed that level of arcade game. And when I saw all this gimmicky shit, I was like, ugh, they've ruined it. But I'd say the last couple of weeks, they've really ramped up the marketing campaign. And they've gone away from... I can only assume they heard the episode of Franchise Buys Games where we viciously attacked them for their horrible Instagram campaign of, like, Big Show in a kilt and a goat wearing a Rey Mysterio mask. Like, but now we're starting to see actual glimpses of how deep this roster might actually be. And that... That has piqued my interest again. I'm not for the gimmicky shit. If I can turn it off, I will. But I loved All-Stars. <laughs> I loved All-Stars as a game. As an arcade wrestling game, I thought All-Stars was brilliant. The roster was a bit light. But what we're seeing so far, uh, it's got the hook in his leg. 
Scott Lehoutin is. I'm, I'm every time. I, I'm not gonna lie. I do check their Instagram feed now because I want to see how many other superstars have made it into this roster and how big this roster is gonna be. But I mean, I don't expect you to have anything to say on that, Johnny, because that's a segment that they pay me for, not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm contractually obliged to mention all stuff for your battlegrounds <laughs> and every, everything I do. No, it's just, I know it's a bit of a running joke, but the the joke might send in the clowns, that's all I'm saying, because, <laughs> oh, wait, they're here. I'm already fucking here. I might already be in on Battlegrounds, despite the hatred and vitriol leading up to this point. I but, think we have to now, just to kind of, you know, either give it the redemption it might deserve. <laughs> I hope it is. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to stream it. I hope I get the stream set up done before that game comes out. I genuinely do. It It's hitting the time at the, at the right time, isn't it? You know, the, the simulator where it got fatigued. Yeah. They've just... Like you say, when it first announced and all this gimmicky stuff, it was just like, bloody hell, they've not just slammed the brakes on and turned left, they've put it on straight and the fucking reverse and gone, uh, and gone the completely the other way. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's what they, you know, it looks like oh, it's needed. If it's fun, it works. All right, if it's you know fun I mean? and if, it's, if, it's, if it comes in at the right price point, because yeah. we'll have mm. to see how deep the roster is. So far... I'm seeing characters that I, I didn't expect to see in an arcade game. Do you know what I mean? When you look at like yeah. who was actually in All Stars, um, I mean just to so Alistair Black and Baron Corbin. Right? All right. Uh, Akira Tozawa is in this fucking game. Xavier Woods, Brie Bella, and Stephanie McMahon, Nikki Cross, and Ember Moon. Uh, R-Truth, Shinsuke Nakamura Nia Jax, Mandy Rose Jeff Hardy, The Miz Alexa Bliss, Beth Phoenix Bobby Lashley and Ricochet Bailey, Naomi, Triple H Shawn Michaels, Kane, Cena Sergeant Slaughter Big like, There's a fucking roster here There's a fucking roster here So I don't know what did start out as a fucking big joke Could actually turn around and be the bell of the ball. Could be the Nicky Beller of the ball. <laughs> really? See what you did there? <laughs> no, they did the shoehorn that one in. Let's fucking move on, Johnny. Battlegrounds comes out 18th of September. Expect us to talk about it more next week. Let's... Can I just confirm that 18th of September? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we've, uh, I think we've He's just... right. He's right. He's right. He's right. Ten. <laughs> Ten. Ten. <laughs> the, uh, let's move on, Johnny. There's been a couple of delays announced yeah um the first one that i saw is quite a significant delay uh, and it is bloodlines vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 uh, we are moving the launch of vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 into 2021 so the the post that they put out was our goal has always been to deliver the best game possible to immerse you in a Seattle reimagined in the world of darkness and deliver a worthy successor to the original Bloodlines game. Due to the quality bar and ambitions we have set for ourselves, we have made the difficult decision that we need more time. This means our goal of release in 2020 is no longer possible. Move and launch is one of the changes we are making to ensure the best player experience possible. It is not a decision taken lightly, nor is it the first option we considered. 
We will share more information in the coming months on launch timing and other organizational changes that will help us achieve this goal. A little bit more in there, but they wrapped it up with, we thank you for your patience while we continue to build Bloodlines 2. Not a single mention of COVID in there, and that's the perfect scapegoat for me, so I don't understand why they didn't just say, ah, fucking hell, COVID, you know? (laughs) Instead of turning around saying they need to make organizational changes, because that doesn't look good. No, that doesn't sound good. That that sounds very much like a um, an, an economic thing, which let's not let's not kid ourselves is a big fucking issue. Yeah, huge huge issue. <clears throat> um, um, and I I don't know, you know, I think it's part and parcel of games being delayed. I've said this quite a few times, you know, especially bigger games. Um, I guess what this one's sitting on, it's probably not sitting on as bigger pedigree. The white word, right word. Or in uh, terms of, I, I know, I know what you mean. Like, I, if we're calling the, in the double A, triple A sort of sphere. Well, here's the thing. You know, Cyberpunk's delayed. You'll wait for it. Yeah. Vampires masquerines masquerade to masquerine. Delayed. Vampire masquerine. Vampire the masquerine. <laughs> the masquerine. The, the masquerine. menagerie. <laughs> Carry on masquerine. <laughs> These days, I'll get a game right. But, um. <laughs> No, if that's delayed, will some will more the same amount of people wait for it, given its um, its clout? I don't know. So it's a, it's a... I absolutely agree with what you're saying. That you have a very devout following for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, but that community isn't necessarily huge. When the uh, Xbox original Xbox showcase put that they give a slot to Bloodlines 2, you then had a fuck-ton eyes on that game that weren't even aware of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 1. Exactly. And because the trailer was that good, it was that snippy-like... Very well. well. ah, It was fucking... It was a brilliant little trailer. I... Questions graphically, but, like, for what Bloodlines is, it was never going to be a graphical masterpiece. It was going to be a very, very deep RPG. Like very very deep RPG, uh, and it looked perfectly fucking acceptable in my eyes for what it's going to be. But you then put all those extra eyes on that game, and a load more people have gone fucking hell. That actually looks decent. That maybe I'll look into Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines one, or maybe I'll put this on my holy fuck. I'm going to play this list. Yep. But those people on your community, those people are fence people. They're the people who you need to keep their eyes on your product. But they're very fickle. They're not in. They're not invested in you. And a delay like that could... Mm, I don't know. Could be... Could be it's, a death it's nail. It could definitely hit yeah. your pre-order numbers. Like, Yeah, it's it's not great. And just even the, just the... Like I said, almost the tone of that announcement yeah. doesn't give it... Give you a feeling of confidence, good, does it? Nah. So. Nah. But, well, but, I mean, yeah. we can hope. We can hope that these organisational changes are for the better to achieve an early 2021 release. Uh, and hope that it doesn't just become fucking delay after delay after delay until the studio folds. So, we'll see. Uh, you hope not. The second, not. the second delay, I didn't even see. You ought to tell me about this one. Yeah, so um, Dirt 5 has been delayed, albeit only by a week in this sense. 
but it's still a delay, I guess. Aye, um, it is a it is a delay by the very definition of the word, but um, nothing that's going to make any waves. That like nobody's no. nobody's up in arms over a, a week delay to Dirt Five. And you you wouldn't be surprised if that's just a. Um, it will now launch on October sixteenth. So is it is that mo- is it moving itself into a nice nicer nicer window because it's quite a crowded window around it's September. A very crowded window. Uh, October November. October? October. October. <laughs> October the masquerine. Bloodlines carry on. <laughs> now I'm still not fucking interested in Dirt 5 at all, so crack on. If if you're a big racing fan. Stop uh, moving on. Uh, we'll move we'll move swiftly on. What else we got on the docket today, Johnny? Well let let's let's go into this one. Um mm-hmm. uh, the Avengers beta is live now, I think. Pre-orders, on, yeah. If you pre-order, pre-order the game, you are in the beta as we speak. Um, there are reviews in progress, I believe. There's, uh, yeah, there's people out there. sort of um, doing... It's hard to call it a review. I think it's it's wrong to call it a review of a beta. Like, it, mm-hmm. I would give it more of a... like. What's How do you downgrade a review? Do you call it a preview? Because essentially that's what the beta is, isn't it? Yeah. I guess it's a it's it's more of a, it's more like um first thoughts almost like first it? impressions yeah that's it um first hands-on impressions or something like that um but um the main story around it is that uh sony have uh got a bit of a coup in that on the playstation 5 version or playstation version sorry yeah. PlayStation 4 and 5 yeah um uh, Spider-Man will be a playable character, downloadable and playable character. Yeah, what a fucking... Exclusive to Sony. What a coup that is. What an absolute coup that is. Yeah, yep. And it's amazing the game is up in, in uproar saying it's not fair. I'm just like, mm, kind of is. Well, kind yeah. Kind of is. Yeah, why would you not? Like, I mean... If Microsoft had had the wherewithal to... I mean, what this does, one, for me... Is confirms the existence of what I had dubbed the MGU, the Marvel Game Universe, uh, whereby it all exists. Everything, every new game that you play under the Marvel Game Studios shares the universe. That's what that says to me. And if we are putting the PS4 Spider-Man in Avengers... Like why? Why would you not do that? It, it isn't. It, it's one of the best. It is the best-selling exclusive of all time now. I think for Sony, Spider-Man. So, of course, you're gonna fucking put your your, your prize horse there to try and sway pre-orders onto your side. Like, I it sucks for Xbox fans. It, it does, and it doesn't help that Xbox have never. Never made any strides in in ex, like securing exclu uh, an exclusive Marvel license. You know what I mean? Have they been doing it behind closed doors? Is there a deal that we don't know about yet? Uh, are they? Uh, I, I doubt it. I think we'd have heard something by now. There'd have been a rumor by now. But I'm I'm not hating on I'm not hating on Sony for that decision. Like that's that's a fucking absolute. If anything, it. It, yeah, it swayed my decision that I will now get this game on PS5. But have this uh, PS4, one thing. Sorry, because it comes in, out like September, don't it? 
in the details of it though it's spider-man is going to be in it is it the playstation 4 game spider-man well there's different developers isn't it same studio publishing it but it'll be spider-man as a character not the actual spider-man that you've played not not no. the actual ps4 spider-man no I mean, if it is, that's that's even it more cooler in some respects. That was, I must you know admit, I mean? that was my first assumption that it was going to be like <clears throat> the Insomniac Spider-Man featuring in the game. You never know. Like at least his suit, like that new Insomniac Spider-Man oh, suit. From a skin point of view, definitely yeah. how it plays. Obviously, you've got a, the gameplay has to be within the Marvel's Avengers type of thing, isn't it? Yeah. So. But yeah. yeah, it's a. Let's hope it's not just superficial then. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you get like, because one thing that will piss people off, let's say, if you get Spider-Man, but he by no means skill set is anywhere close to what the PlayStation Four game is like. Uh huh. And it won't be to some respect, because in so many I haven't designed unless they've designed the levels for it. I don't know. But it's a. In any case, it's a coup for Sony. Big one. Yeah. Need a big win. I think they got one. They did, they did there. I mean, how big a win, we don't know, because this well, the beta seems to have absolutely split the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any middle ground either. It's a very <laughs> love-hate relationship right now. People are either absolutely you'd... loving it or they're fucking hating it and saying it's dog shit. I think that's good press then, because the, the, the worst thing you want is meh, mediocre yeah. middle ground. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. So... And it be, it'll be because exactly that because people will play it and say this is the Avengers game I want, and it'll be the other people playing saying this is not the Avengers game I want. Yeah. So. Yeah. Either way, though, like it's free. It's the like you say the 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 juxtaposition of fucking love to hate and very little middling is is perfect press. Because yep, people who perfect. go looking for it will see both, and they'll be like, "Oh fucking hell!" Like, I, if I get this game, it's either going to be amazing or really bad. I'm either going to love it or I'm going to hate it. And if you've got, if you are on the fence, ugh, I don't know. I don't know if negativity speaks louder than positivity for people who's on the fence. I don't know. Uh, some people just want to be, you know, the whole thing about you know, you see someone being so negative about it. You 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 just want to get it just to say well, I want to see what this is all about or just to I'm going to get it to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah, and you've got to. I mean, there's a lot of it you'd have to take with a grain of salt because there are some salty ass fucking ex-bots out there at the minute over this fucking Spider-Man announced that probably are shitting on the game just for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The toxic community, yeah. Toxic community, absolute toxic. So we'll move on. We'll move on, Johnny. We've got one more story on the dot, and it's a big one. It's a big one. It's a big one that's got potentially uh, this this next story could be the making or breaking of uh, Project X Cloud for Microsoft. And mm-hmm. the headline is that I mean, if anybody's been keeping an eye on this headline. XCloud launches as part of Game Pass Ultimate in September. However, Apple and Microsoft have not reached an agreement, so XCloud will not be available on iOS devices. And iOS devices 
account for 47% of the market. Like, that is a fucking huge chunk of people who who can't physically get their hands on your product if you're Microsoft. Nope. And it's it, it's because Apple... If I, was to, if I want to go layman's here, if we're going to boil the piss off it, it's because Apple wants every single game on Game Pass to be submitted for review to appear on the App Store. And Microsoft yep. said, well, no. Like, why the fuck would we do that? Like, it's a service. The games exist within the service. Just allow the service on your platform. We're not going to sell... Like, we aren't selling these games. They're, they are a part of Game Pass. And Apple's like, well, no, they need to be submitted for review. And to be honest, Apple probably wants some fucking money off it. So every time somebody plays a game on Game Pass through Apple, through an Apple device, they're probably like, well, alright then, where's my fucking, where's my share of that? You charge them seven ninety nine a month, eleven ninety nine a month to play it on my device. Where's my cut? We know Apple. We know Apple. We know they're a greedy bunch of fucks. But here's a little fact for you that I only just found out today. Uh, if I was to say to you the top, the top earners, company-wise, in the game industry, do you know the top three are? Go on, hit me. You would think Activision. That would be your first. That Personally, for me, if somebody asked me that, my first thought would have been, mm, Activision's got to be up there. It's What, Electronic Arts? <laughs> nope. Tencent is number one because they've got shares in literally fucking everybody. They've got like an ownership stake in all these huge fucking game manufacturers, developers, uh, companies. Tencent own a, a decent-sized chunk in pretty much 90% of them. Coming in at number three is Sony. Number two is Apple. For Apple, Apple Arcade. Really? Yeah. So that lends itself to the argument, why the fuck do I need you on my platform? Yeah, I don't want you diluting that. I am the second top earning game company. Why the fuck do I need Game Pass on here? Either do what I want or it's not getting on. And then if that is the case, ugh, that is that puts a serious bullet in the uh, it's took fucking X Cloud around the back of the old woodshed and put a bullet in it. Maybe not in its head, maybe in its stomach, so it's a slow death. <laughs> like forty seven percent of your target market and you can't get your product to them. Like fuck. I mean, it was always going to be a, a struggle, you know, that Microsoft and Apple are two companies you know, with different ideologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, with the main ideologies, how can I help myself and not the other? Mm. <laughs> um, so I, it was always going to be a, we want to have this on the app. You know, I, I fully understand where that's coming from. You you want to hit all the, the entire smartphone um, market. Yeah. Um, but... Just, just see it go the other way. You know what I mean? Thing products that Apple might have that not that Apple let it go on Microsoft or anything like that. No. But it, it, the the winner, the losers here, are the gamers. Yeah, absolutely. You and me, fuck yeah. like that. You know, it, it's no for 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 a generation where it seemed like no, suddenly we're getting crossplay, which is becoming 
more uh, normal ever and more, more accepted. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because the gamers wanted it. You know what I mean? Didn't cause any problems. Everyone's making dollar. Everyone's making. You know what I mean? Banks so. Everyone's making dollar because you made it so easy. So yeah. it's just it's old ideologies that just you know you know you know how 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 can you fuck the other person rather than help you know, help the other person? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, and unfortunately, you know, I can understand why both are doing it, but the gamers lose out. They do, because, I mean, the the long-standing argument here is if you want to really fucking make a difference to a company, you can go on Twitter all you fucking want, and you can rant all you want on Twitter and social media and that. It's Unless you've got millions upon millions doing it to the point where it can't be ignored, you're not going to get anywhere. The way mm-hmm. you influence and make any impact is through the wallet. You choose not to, not to spend your money on that company's product. Yeah, exactly. And what yeah, you're yeah. saying here is, if if as a gamer, which I'm not happy about it, I absolutely wanted to have XCloud on my iPhone, on my iPad, on the MacBook. I wanted to be able to access I, uh, XCloud on all of those. Do you know what I mean? And it it has hit me, and I'm like, fuck. The way I get back at Apple for that is saying, all right then, fuck you, Apple. I'll go and get a Samsung. I'll go and get a HTC. But the problem is, if this was any other company other than Apple, that's an easier move to make. Right now, I am so deep in the Apple fucking system, the Apple family, the... What's the word I'm thinking of? Apple indoctrination. Yeah, like, I am so deep with Apple Music, with fucking on the Apple accounts backed up over the last... I've had, The first iPhone I bought was the iPhone 4, and I've had every other iPhone, because I get two-year contracts. So Going here's the other the thing. Back, yeah. the, the iPhone 4, me, all my passwords is in there, Apple Music's in there. I mean, I, I took the jump when my last iPhone died. I, ju- yeah. I jumped to Samsung. Yeah. Right? And to, to be honest... At first, it was uncomfortable, but I've got through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now, in in terms of if after this, which one would I buy? I, I, I might go back because I, the usability and the user friendliness, let's say, and the, just the accessibility of an iPhone was different. Yeah. But it it was very much you will do things our way and the way we want you to do. Yeah. But that generally turns out to be well. You've thought about it and you've worked it out that it is seemingly the best and most efficient way to do mm-hmm. it. So. It kind of balances out. Going back to what you said about Apple being the second, is you know, the, is it because the you know, forty-seven to the fifty percent of the market? If you've got that much of a market share in something, you will be high up in this. Because let's face it, if they're being this stubborn, you're only getting Apple games on on a device on the Apple Arcade. So I don't know. It, uh, money needs to talk, and we'll see what happens. And yeah. the question mark is, you know. I think do people <laughs> do people more are more comfortable playing on, let's say, if you're going to game on a device. Mm-hmm. Now, my my opinion is, if you're going to game on Xbox or XCloud and you want the full experience, you play it on the console or the PC or the device that's game purposely built for gaming. Yeah, but that's me being naive about the whole smartphone market. So, aye, ah, it's a fucking strange one, Johnny. I, like, we're not. This isn't the end of it by any stretch there's oh I, this, this is the opening have, gambit 
we've got ongoing talks daily between Microsoft and Apple. Yeah. Trying to find a way around this. I think I'd heard on a podcast. I can't remember what podcast. I think it was a podcast. And somebody, there was a, a game dev had said, there is a way around it. And that is you don't create an app for xCloud. What you do is you create a browser for xCloud and you launch everything through a browser. So there is a ways around it, but I don't know. Say how much, yeah, but then, say but then how badly Apple, they want it. Yeah, but then all Apple have to do is just make that browser be clunky on their devices. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's why you would, you know what I mean? Tit in, for tat. It, once it, once it starts one way and once it proves that it's popular and that it's a benefit to both of them, then it'll get simpler. At the moment, it's just a bit unknown, isn't it? Ah, it is. It is. It's the, uh, it's the great unknown. But, I mean, personally, I'm kind of fucking gutted about that, like, because I was... To, I'm not a big mobile gamer anyway, but that's because there's nothing on mobile that I really want to play. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing that speaks to me on mobile. Maybe I'm not, I haven't gone deep enough into it to figure out what you can actually play on here. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I don't know, the, the idea of just being somewhere on a good Wi-Fi and then just jumping in and having a game of fucking Sea of Thieves or fucking, I don't know, name any game from that last Xbox showcase every single one of them coming to Game Pass yeah. Halo the medium fucking do you want to play like a bit of multiplayer Halo multiplayer do you want to carry on your fucking 100 hour State of Decay 2 save where you can't get enough of that good fucking survival do you want to play grounded do you know what I mean like there's it's t- an option I would have, I, th- I would like to think I would use, but now that's been taken away from us. Before, before I can actually say with any certainty that I will use XCloud, I've had that option removed from the table, and I think that's what stings. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe I wouldn't ever use it, but. I'd still like you the option. Like I would still like the like, option to. I'd still like to try out that kind of tech. You know what I mean? Kind of be the fucking second best game and weekly game and podcast on the planet without at least trying fucking XCloud. Well, like you said, it, it's probably the opening gambit, and there'll be a, a lot of talks going on because it. I guess it's not. Microsoft will know how important it is, to and get, to get uh, that forty-seven percent. Yeah, and Apple will know. You know, it can be lucrative for them. They're just working out how. Yeah, we can hold off on this and then we can either take a massive lump sum payment to allow it on or we can say, yeah, all right, we'll allow it, but we want... um, We'll track how many games are being played on our devices and we want a cut of that. Yeah. We We want a percent. We want a percent. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. This would never have happened if Steve Jobs was still alive. It would um, have done. No, nah, it absolutely would. It absolutely <laughs> would. Possibly worse. Possibly yeah. worse. Uh, Johnny, I think that's me fucking wrapped up. Like, I've got no else on my docket. What else? Have you got anything else on your docket there? Um. Well, we had the finally got the confirmation of 
Rocksteady are working on the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, what we'd previously reported a couple of weeks back that was the work and title was Kill the Justice League. Uh, um, and the logo they've released for this kind of seems to back that up with the Suicide Squad being a crosshairs on Superman's head. Right on Superman's bonds. You're going to need some hefty bullet to get through that hair, I tell you. <laughs> Kryptonite bullets. Kryptonite fucking tank shell. But that was the only thing I had. That was the... Um, yeah. I mean, DC DC end. fandom is, is fast approaching 22nd of August, is it? I want to say the fandom is the 22nd of August. And we'll absolutely get that there. We'll get to see the DC, the Suicide Squad game. We'll finally get to see this new fucking Batman game that they've been fucking twisting my melon about for the last 12 months. Harry Potter... <laughs> If anybody's down for that Harry Potter RPG, that'll probably... I mean, it's not DC, so nah, it won't be there. Yeah, August 22nd. Of, yeah, I'm just trying to think of other other game properties that we might see there. I think we'll definitely get... Well, we are. We're getting the Suicide Squad revealed there and the new Batman there. Interesting, interesting. Interesante. Have we got any other events coming up? We've got the... There's another event this Friday, isn't there, for... Uh, Xbox PC Game Pass. I'm sure, that's that's this Friday. Also, this Friday, UFC Four. By the way, cannot wait. Fucking adore <laughs> the UFC games, especially online. Love that combat. Love that online combat. Love winning them belts, defending them belts. Last time I did that, I did it on stream as well. I really enjoyed that. Gonna do it again. Do it all again, John. Uh, do it I all again. I don't play UFC online since yeah, your significant other handed my ass to me. That was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know if you would ever admit that on podcast, but uh, seeing as though you have, and we are talking about UFC four coming out this Friday, uh, we'll do a, a cheeky little segment called UFC four paid for this segment. <laughs> 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 they didn't. They didn't. Uh, the was it UFC? It was was it back in the UFC undisputed days? It was the uh, early I mean, UFC titles. It was, it was before, the early ones. It was, it was THQ's title. Yeah, it before was before EA got hold of it. We we're playing either undisputed or undisputed two, uh, and I had the headset it was, on. And it was we'll, undisputed. It was the first one. The first one, and busy sitting talking to you while we were playing online on undisputed, trying to kick yep. each other's faces in. Yeah, uh, and my significant other took the pad off us, but left the headset on, so I was still talking to her while she was playing, uh, and having never played that game before in her life, she whooped your ass. Yeah, mullered me, <laughs> absolutely mullered me. You button mashed to death. Like, and it wasn't the, the thing is like for for button mashing, it looked so kind of smooth it was just like and there's the ground takedown there's the there's, there's the there's the transitional ground and pound <laughs> you knocked the fuck out man still don't let you live that down to this day oh, you're a gamer yeah, as well you i'm not absolute... i'm not too proud to admit you know what i mean it, it's a great story good because like they good shut, shut me up brought a teeth in my eye i'm just like good on you <laughs> you own it and i am fucking proud of you for that <laughs> me, me personally, I would deny, deny, deny. But you, sir, you just own it. <laughs> yep, I buy the merch for that all day, all day long. 
<laughs> we should definitely work on some merch for this podcast, by the way. Like, definitely. Right, Johnny, I've got nothing else on the docket. Have you got anything else on the docket, sir? No, I've cleared it all. Cleared it all. Right, boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. Uncontested, second best weekly game and news podcast on the planet. Uh, if you've enjoyed what's happened, good night. If you've enjoyed what's happened, that's getting sampled, guys. Jump on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us one of them glowing five star reviews or your pod catcher of choice. We are available on the socials Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search for either the franchise or franchise buys games. P H R A N C H I Z E. Uh, that has been the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Good evening. That's what you say at the start of it. You're supposed to say something like good night at this point, I think. Uh, good night at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, boys and girls. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Adios. <laughs> Gay Panthers. Oh, oh, oh.